I shout at you and you're not deaf. So learn this lesson from Joseph. In times of trouble, God is there. He is now here and not nowhere. Genesis 39. Verse 2, verse 2, verse 2, verse 2. It will get in your head. Um, can you come just help me for a second? It's nothing exciting. Yeah, just. Uh, please welcome on stage, Jacob! Just hold that a second. We're going to do a quick drama just to illustrate a story uh, for you. No, it doesn't need to be rehearsed, seriously. It doesn't need to be rehearsed. In fact, I often find dramas are more fun when people have no clue what they're doing, including myself who wrote it. So, um, I could do it with some people who like fighting. There we go, excellent. Um, if you three want to come up. Uh, Zach, can you come up as well? Just be a, be a little moody fighter? No? Tommy, can you do to come up? Just, just, just stand there. Just come up. It's, we need 12 boys really much, so. No, no, you don't have to. No. Some girls want to come up as well? Come at the front, come up at the front. I'm going to give you some parts to play. Very brave, okay? So you, and I need a, ooh, are going to be uh, a lady called Potiphar's wife. Yes. Uh, you need to wait there and basically look lovingly at this young man who is going to be Joseph! I didn't say that before I asked the volunteers, you notice. Okay, now all you're going to do, guys, is I'm going to read some um, kind of words out, and I'm going to apologise in advance for my lack of rhyming skill. But um, there you go, I like rhymes, and uh, I, I should be a rapper, but I'm rubbish. So, um, and you guys, if you could just follow along. Um, after you've played the role of the father, if you could maybe join the band of brothers, um, just because we've only got two and a half. So, um, are you guys ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? This is the story of Joseph. Now, Joseph was a special boy. His father's precious pride and joy. So, Daddy made him coat your coat. That means a multicoloured coat. He walked, put it on, and twirled. His coat unfurled. His brothers thought him a spoilt girl. Thank you, Geordie. Very nice. (laughs) Now, his brothers disliked him for the coat, but what happened next really got their goat. For Joseph started having dreams. You wouldn't believe the things he'd seen. His brothers couldn't, that's for sure. Like, why would their sheaves bow to the floor? They said, if you talk to each other, that'd be lovely. What, you think you'll reign, little Joe? Talk like that more, you'll have to go. But Joe had dream number two. He told it to his daddy too. See, you guys were the stars, the sun and moon. I think you'll bow to me real soon. Young Joseph rather boldly said, his dad said, Son, show some respect. So the brothers together plotted and planned, hmm, how to get rid of Joe the man? Because they hated his coat and his dreams were a joke. Should we stab him? Feel free. (laughs) Or simply choke his slick throat? (laughs) Not, Not too... Are you all right? I knew I should have rehearsed this. 
But Reuben, that's me, said, thinking he'd rescue Joe in a bit, let's throw Joe down that convenient pit. Got him. <laughs> Nicely done. With a heave and a hoe, the brothers let go, and Joseph fell down in the darkness below, and the brothers went home. Thank you. The dad as well. You can have a sit down. Um, Rob, can you... Because that looks a bit like a camel. Yeah, yeah. Before long, some traders came trundling past. (laughs) Their camels were lean, sleek, smelly, but fast. So Joe was sold to some Ishmaelites, if you want to stand up, who carried him towards... You can leave the coat behind if you want at this point. Technically, the brothers should have taken it, but we have some artistic license. Who carried him towards Egypt's shimmering lights. Once there, thank you, dear Joe became a slave. But he didn't mope about to pass his days because God was with him and Joseph gained a promotion. But Potty's wife liked what she saw. And tried to drag him through her bedroom door. <laughs> Give him a big clap, Lavin. That's good. You're very good. Stay there, stay there. But Joe loved God, not his master's wife, so he fled from there running for his life. <laughs> but Mrs. Potiphar was cross. No, cross than that. Cross than that. Come on. Furious. So he stamped the foot. Go, gar! Why are you a pirate? (laughs) And she had, um, I'll give it to you here, Joe's coat, which he'd lost as he ran out the door. And poor Joe was sent to prison forevermore. Over there again. Yeah, that's nice. You can join in. But even in prison, do you want to have a Thank you. Have a sit down. (laughs) It's got cooties on it. But even in prison, young Joseph felt that God was round him like a belt. And so he worked and behaved real well. And soon, can you let him out of his cell? Lovely acting. Give him a massive clap. That was was dramatic. And after being let out of the cell, bizarrely, he was allowed to run the prison as well. Now, Joseph never blamed his God or announced to the world that God had gone. He trusted Always that God was there. Can you do like a trusting faith? <laughs> nice, that. <laughs> Can you try one more time? Did you believe him? Yeah. yeah. He trusted that God was always there. And not, as some might think, nowhere. Can you give them all a really big clap? A really big clap. Thank you very much. Now, we're going to sing in just a second, but that story and what happens next is one of my favourite, favourite Bible stories. And there's loads we're going to be able to learn. Every move we make, whether it's in good times or bad times, we make in God. Because God is there, God is present with us, encouraging us and strengthening us. And I've got a quick question. Who here has ever been lost? Like, not in a car, I mean, like, when you're a kid, lost. Anyone? 
Okay, just raise your hand up nice and high. We're going to play a little quick game, which is called Whose Parents Didn't Care the Most? Okay, keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to shout out different lengths of time. Okay, and if you were lost for longer than that period, you're going to keep your hand up nice and high. If you're playing the game, put your hand up really, really high. It's only for fun, I promise. Here we go. If you were lost for less than a minute, lower your hand. Less than five minutes. Less than seven minutes. Less than ten minutes. Oh, we got some there. Less than 15? We've got a few still in. Val, one of your daughters is involved. <laughs> less than 30 minutes. Oh, less than 40 minutes. An hour. Two hours. Hour and a half? Hour and a half? Over here? Two hours? Four and a half hours? <laughs> My parents didn't notice I was lost. Can you have a big R? Now, the thing with being lost is that you often feel, feel very alone. And spiritually with God, when tough times happen, because we tend to think normally that when life's good, often God can feel closer. Not always. But when tough times come, we can often feel that we're a bit alone. Okay, we're a bit alone. And we might even start saying things like, God is nowhere. Where's God gone? God is nowhere. I know that in my life, with some of the tough stuff that happens, that's been the time I often start to think, oh man, where's God gone? You know, I thought he was good to me. You know, I thought it's his job to keep me safe and happy. And, and actually, we're going to talk today about how God is always there and that we shouldn't say, oh, God's not anywhere. And our little sheets, which you've got in front of you, are going to be used at the end of my talk. And we're going to highlight the idea that God is now here or here now. Um, and not nowhere. So, um, I need a volunteer for a quick challenge, just to illustrate the idea of being lost. Um, I could do with a, a, um, someone fairly who's not been involved. Anyone else not been involved? No? Oh, you can, you can have a go. Okay, we're going to play a game called Let's Lose a Child. Yeah. Okay, and um, here's what's going to happen. Is I'm going to blindfold you. Okay. Are you, are you okay? Yeah. We're not going to lose you properly. I'm scared, but yeah. Good, good. <laughs> That is the reaction we are going for. Okay, now what's going to happen is we're going to spin you. Okay, can you see, by the way? No. And we're also going to move you somewhere around the building. Oh, sorry. Okay, give her a big clap. She's back to where she's from. How did you feel? Dizzy. <laughs> Were you scared at any point? I was cold, but not really scared. No, okay. Now, you see, it's all very well being lost in church, where you know there are people very close by. But what happens if you're lost, I don't need that anymore, in a faraway country? Imagine this guy, Joseph. Well, not even imagine him. Just remember from the Bible story. Joseph had been sold into slavery by his brothers. He wasn't just a little bit lost. He was a long way lost. Does anyone know how long Joseph was in prison for? For a crime he didn't commit. Days? Weeks? He was actually in prison for years. Years. He felt lost. And we're going to talk about this just really quickly now. Really, really quickly. And if you've got a Bible, we're going to base it um, on Genesis 37. This is really important. Genesis 37. Um, you can find it. Actually, what is it? Genesis 39, sorry. Genesis 39, page 43. 
page 43, Genesis 39. Okay, you got that if you got it? So just remember, Joseph had had a dream life. We're going to read it in a second, just make sure you got it ready. If you remember, Joseph was daddy's favourite. Joseph was daddy's favourite. Remember that from the drama and from the story? Joseph had had a dream life. In Genesis 37, it says that Joseph was daddy's favourite. More than that, he'd been given a very, very special coat. Do you remember this bit? Remember this bit? Now, I don't know if you guys have got brothers and sisters. Have you ever had a Christmas where your present wasn't as good as theirs? Raise your hand if you're still bitter. Good. Excellent. One Christmas... My brothers were given scare electrics, and my main present was a filofax. <laughs> I was 15. My parents thought it was time to grow up. That's not a good Christmas. My brothers have never lived that down because I broke their scare electrics in punishment. But I didn't really. That's naughty. Don't break toys unless there's no one there to catch you. Um, <laughs> The point was, imagine how those brothers felt, that every day their brother walked around with a coat their dad had given them. Joseph was daddy's favourite, and he wore this special coat right in front of them. And more than that, imagine how frustrating it must have been for the brothers, that when Joseph was saying, yes, I'm pretty special, he was getting special dreams from God as well. And they probably wouldn't have thought it was um, God. Imagine if your brother came down to breakfast one day, and your dad says, or mum, how did you sleep? Yes, I had this amazing dream. I dreamt that I was stood there like this in front of everyone. Just like this. And you bow down to me. I'd be like that. Do you want some milk? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That'd be very naughty. But you couldn't take it, could you? And his brothers gave him special treatment, which a special boy deserved, by throwing him into a well and selling him off as a slave. And they actually were talking about killing him. And then we acted out just a little bit. And I'm going to show you just really quickly in Genesis 39 why we can learn a great lesson from this, this uh, account from the Bible. The first two verses of Genesis 39 say this. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of the Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. I have a quick question for you to discuss because we're trying to keep this interactive and fresh. Why is Joseph a good slave? Why is Joseph a good slave? Can you have a look at that little passage together? If you can't, just try to remember it. Okay, Genesis 39 2. I'll read it one more time. The question is, why is Joseph a good slave? It says this. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of the Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. Why do you reckon Joseph would be a good slave? His brothers have sold him. He's had dreams about being bound to him. Just have a chat together. You are allowed to talk. Just really quickly. Why is Joseph a good slave? Okay, just 15 seconds. Why is Joseph a good slave? Because we know that he was put in charge of the whole house. But why? What's his motivation? Have a little chat if you can. Why is Joseph a good slave? Okay. Let's bring this back together. 
You got it? Because he was a good cleaner. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that, that's probably part of it. Maybe he had natural domestic skills. Um, but what else? What's his motivation? Just from those two verses. I deliberately didn't want to read the third bit where it says that things went well. Why do you reckon he was a good slave? At the very heart of it. Any, any thoughts? Anything thoughts? What, what might his motivation be? Don't worry if not. I'm about to tell you. Jeff, do you know? Well, I think so. If you're wrong, this I could know, be bad. It would be bad. I think it's because the Lord was with him. Nice. Give Jeff a big clap. Um, now, you may say to yourself, well, that's not very clear, for one. You know, why would you be a good slave just because the Lord is with you? But, but, I'm going to play a quick game just to show you. Okay. And this is going to illustrate it in a negative sense. And then I'm going to try and illustrate it in a positive sense. Um, you can play the game. Just come here. Come here. It's very easy, I promise. Come, be brave. Be brave. No, no. Yes? One of you. I'm not that scary. No. Oh, man. Jordy, thank you. Um, man. It's, it's good. It's uh, my call. Here's the very simple game, okay? Your game is to get off the stage, okay? Pass me back to your chair. Okay, however, if I look at you, you're not allowed to move. Does that make sense? Why are you moving? <laughs> Is it just me or is he getting bigger? Yes. Ah! Why is Joseph a good slave? Well, as Jeff rightly said, the Lord was with him. And Joseph knows that there is nothing that God doesn't see. And this is a challenge in our life that we often kind of go through times where we have God and we think, yeah, God's there, God's there at my church time, in this time and in this time. And there are other times of our life where we tend to kind of box God out a bit. Whether times are tough or when we're having a struggle or during exam times or that stressful time at work when, you know, there's just so many hours in the day, you've got nothing. We tend to kind of put God in a box and put him over there and think, well, he can't kind of see me. You know, he's not involved in my life at the moment. My challenge firstly today is that because God is there, the Lord is with Joseph, Joseph knows that he has to act right. The master sees, I don't know if you can see, the master saw in Joseph the way he acted that God was with him. And that's a great example. If during tough times we can live faithfully to God, that's really, really, really amazing. Now we learn as well, and we're getting towards the end here, we learn as well that Joseph, despite living for God, things got really tough. And Potiphar's wife took a bit of a shine to him. Can you say, ooh? And Joseph loved God so much that he ran. In our drama, that was Matthew. And he did it very well, uh, running, running away. Here's a second question for you, just really briefly. Despite living for God, Joseph is thrown in jail. And we're going to read these words from Genesis 39, verse 20. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in prison, the Lord was with him. Have you heard that bit before? Yeah. Ah, Interesting. Coincidence? I think not. He showed him kindness and granted him favour in the eyes of the prison warder. So, and this is bizarre to me. The warder put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison and he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warder paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph. Have you heard that before? Coincidence? I think not. And gave him success in whatever he did. A really quick question. This is our last question today. Okay, Joseph's dream life, Potiphar's naughty wife. How does Joseph act 
in prison? How does Joseph act in prison? Just discuss that for me. Just 10 seconds. How does Joseph act in prison before we go on to apply this and draw this to a close? How does Joseph act in prison? Ten seconds. How does Joseph act in prison? Okay, let's bring us together. Any ideas? Tom, can you shout out from the back? I'll, I'll aim the mic at you. In an exemplary... I can't even say it. That's such a good word. Basically, he was really, 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 really good. He was the best prisoner. He wouldn't have shaken the bars. He wouldn't have tried to steal stuff. He wouldn't have moaned all day long about how it wasn't his fault and how... I mean, that's the thing. He's in prison, not just because he's in prison. He's not actually done anything wrong. He would have every right to sit there and say, I don't deserve this. Do you guys ever say that kind of thing during tough times? I don't deserve this. He has every right to, but he doesn't. Because the Lord was with him, and we heard it twice in that little section, he doesn't sit and mope. And rather oddly, and I love this thing, the prison warder is either the laziest man in the world, or Joseph is the best prisoner in the world, because Joseph must have woken up one day in prison and gone, oh, normal routine then, standing in my cell. And the prison warder goes, Joe, I've got a proposition for you. How would you like to run the prison? I don't know about you, my first kind of action as prison warder would probably be to go, I release Joseph. Um, but Joseph doesn't, he stays in the prison. And because the Lord was with him, he acts in a way which shows that he trusts God. He doesn't sit there and say, I don't deserve this. This isn't fair. Because the Lord was with him, he lives. And do you notice again, who notices it? The prison warder. Potiphar noticed in the house, the prison warden noticed in the prison, and we're coming to an end. So, some quick lessons for us in a time of strife. And this is where you need your little bit of paper. If you've got your paper and a pen. Adults as well. I know some of you may think this is childish, but often I go home from church and I've forgotten stuff which has been really challenging to me. And this might help you. I am not here telling you that God... Have you not got it upstairs? Have you... Have you you've got... Ah, oh, good, excellent. Just wave them for me, because it's lovely. Here, here, here. Boris Johnson for president. Um, So, here's what I need to do. And we're not going to colour the whole thing in, but I would love it if you could colour in the words now. Now. So it looks different, because I don't want you going home with a bit of paper that says, God is nowhere. If you don't want to do it, and you think this is a bit silly and simplistic, then by all means don't. But I think it might help you to remember that during tough times, when we often say, it's not my fault God's not there... Actually, God is now here. He's here with us now. And that's a challenge for us as well. So if you've got it, there should be some pencils near every seat. God is now here, not nowhere. And you may notice that the spelling is the same, but the attitude is very different. God is not nowhere. God is here with you now during that really tough situation. So just emphasise the word now, then take it home and finish it off. Just now is the really key bit. You have exactly 30 seconds to finish the colouring of the word now. Okay. And just in case you're thinking this is really bad grammar, I want you to think of it in this way. Okay, often when times get tough, we kind of go, ah, oh, you know, God's nowhere. But what we want you to do is go, no, actually, no. Do you know what? In this situation, God is now here 
what am I going to do about it? How am I going to trust? How am I going to you know, praise him even in difficult times? We've sung, and we're about to sing a song after this, which is, you know, blessed be your name in a land that's plentiful, but also in times where it's really tough. This attitude, the word's the same, and it's amazing how even just remembering that God's with you can be such an encouragement. So some really important things. Joseph didn't think that God was nowhere in tough times. The Lord was with Joseph. We read that three times. He found out that in tough times that God was now there with him. And there's a great Bible verse, just in case you think I'm tweaking this a bit too far. Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord says to his people, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And I know that some of you are going through some really, 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 really tough times. And I'm not trying to make this a light thing or a soft thing. God is with you in that time, even when he seems far away, even when you feel lost and in the dark. God is there with you. you know, just be encouraged by that. And this is a God who's familiar with suffering as well. That there's a time on the cross where Jesus felt very alone. Do you remember what he said? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He took the loneliness, the effect of sin, the separation from God, because God loves us so much that he doesn't want us to be alone, both in this life and the next. God's plan is that we enjoy life with him. That we, we have that, that trust that's never taken away. You know, these are great, great words. 